All right, so boys, fellas, we um, we haven't recorded. We haven't recorded. I was talking about this with Chris earlier. We haven't recorded a traditional podcast together for like over a month, five like six weeks. It's been six weeks since we got together here on Discord and recorded a <laughs> podcast together. All so, three of us. All, when it's it's just the three of us. Um, no after hours. No. No after hours. No episodes with a sub. No guests. No, no solo episodes. Um, what is, is that? What? what oh yeah, I haven't. Episode? I haven't told you. Uh, everyone. I didn't every, even. Uh, I I didn't tell any of you guys, but last week I uh I just recorded a solo episode where I just talk about little gray alien movies for an hour, and I've I and I'm it's it's out by the time this episode comes out it's been out so hope people enjoy but it's a traditional stacked episode. So this is technically 106, so our last episode was 105, <laughs> but it was just me. Um, That's okay. Yeah, it was it was fun. I was bored. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. But without further ado, I have a surprise. Because we're all back together, I think I think it's time for a little surprise for y'all. You ready for this? Hold up. Boom! Look at that! Look at these handsome fellas. Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. Yeah, that's right. We're up in here. Is my on-air sign on? Hold on. Yeah. Is it? I thought it was. Oh, now it's Oh, off. it's just very dim. Maybe because the batteries are dying. <laughs> just like you. There it is. Very good. Hey, I am pretty Got dim. It. I'm pretty dumb, aren't I? Um, <laughs> but that's right, everybody. Welcome back to Stacked Episode 1. Oh, Chris! Welcome back to Walking <gasps> Stacked yo, yo. Episode Wait, get in, Get in on this. Get a load of this, you piece of shit. <laughs> no, you're awesome. Thank you for listening to us. We love you. And now you can see your fucking faces. I'm not sure. Maybe you won't, actually. Because I don't know if this is going to work. Uh, oops, sorry. You guys are going to see that. Because this is OBS. Uh, I don't know if this is going to work. Because uh, I'm just do I'm doing OBS recording. And if it craps out, then there's not going to be any visuals. But... Uh, Hey, You'll have a couple minutes of visuals at least. Fingers crossed Hopefully. it works. Fingers crossed it works. So or not on what everyone they won't have any visual. <laughs> so yeah, but we decided to um do face cam today because it is a very visual episode of Stacked. Um what? Visual episode? What is this gonna be? Oh, no way. No way. Yeah. Um so in honor of the week we recorded this, um, the Criterion flash sale happened, and I hope you all got some amazing uh, Criterion Blu-rays from that. I know we did. Do you guys want to? Uh, do you guys want to share what everyone got? Chris wants to save a few of his, but I'm sure you can share a few. Yeah, uh, I can share a few. Chris, yes, yeah, because he wants to. He wants to show off his full collection once he gets all of them. Because he did. You did yeah. splurge a bit, right? Yeah, I did splurge a little bit. I wanted to challenge myself to pick out not only movies that I, I've loved and want to own, but also movies that I have not seen. I blind I blind purchased a few because I want to support Criterion, and also I want to challenge myself. And it also incentivized me to watch it, which is also a big thing for me. Damn, um, I really hope they come out with Children of Men on Criterion. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that would be nice. That would be real nice. Um, but yeah, um, like for example, uh, at this at the sale i want to save a couple because i want to show it at once um once everything's together but the ones that i want to share are i bought the before trilogy 
Um, I bought that one because I feel like that film, those films, I should say, capture something that I think I would find a very deep emotional attachment to. Um, and I think that'd be also just great watching with my girlfriend. So that'd be, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, and the other film I got was uh, Hiroshima Monomore, um, which is also a very devastating so movie. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a, a movie about a French person and a Japanese person meeting after World War II. And it's kind of them recounting their traumas and their memory and whatnot and just how fractured uh, their homes have become because of it. Uh, yeah, fire movies all around. Uh, I can't wait to share more uh, in a little bit here. But uh, Brandon, do you want to share what you purchased? What'd you, what'd you buy? The sale? What'd you buy? So I, I just bought one movie. What? I, I bought Wild Strawberries. After? <laughs> which is... You're After all that, you always like you buy like thirty movies at a time, and now when there's a Criterion Flash, you just buy one. Just well, one. it's expensive to buy from them direct. That's true. They're expensive, yeah. Versus like if I go on Prime, it'll be the fifty percent off, but I get the Prime titles. But I want to buy directly from Criterion because I know a it supports them. Yeah. Uh, and B, it was one actually a film that I was really looking forward to buy. Also, my birthday's coming up, so. I know my parents and my my girlfriend might be looking at what I what they should get me. Brandon turns around to his girlfriend. <laughs> no, I and I know she told me. She's like, I told her about the flash sale, and she's actually been getting into like art movies. She watched Paris is Burning. She loved it. She brought it on Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh and then she she bought me something for my birthday, but she won't tell me what it is. And I'm like, you're sure I don't have it, right? And she's like, yeah, I checked your letterbox list. I checked your wish list. I just wanted to know what was there. And so she got me something. And then she got one more movie, but I, I can't remember it right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, very good picks. Uh, I just wanted to, the Wild Strawberries was the last film in the Criterion collection that was in my top 100 movies. Right. And I love Ingmar Bergman, so there's not enough representation from him in my collection, but... Yeah, I mean, maybe when the Barnes and Noble monthly sale comes around, I'll I'll splurge a little bit. Mm. I kind of looking at that Red Shoes 4K. Yeah, that's gonna look beautiful in 4K. Because those Powell and Press Pressburger movies are like so lifelike, and I having seen like what ET look or Nope look like versus a digital 4K and then like a film scan into 4K. Yeah, I I just can't. I don't know what to expect from something like uh, the red shoes i bet it's beautiful i bet it's beautiful mm -hmm. but yeah so because of that uh flash sale today we're um we're gonna be sharing our favorite criterion films that we physically have um i see we all got our stacks i got wait all of them i mean i got all of them well i, I this is uh, this is all i got i'm not gonna share all of these this is just these are all the ones i own but um I have sixty according to Letterbox. We'll go my get them. Criterion's I own list. Oh. Every single one. Go get them. I only I only brought like twelve. <laughs> That's fine. Just grab the I, I didn't yeah, grab any grab the ones that you want to talk about. We're not we're not as goaded as you. That's fine. So we just brought our little stacks. But yeah, let me get them out of frame. Get the fuck out of frame. I got ten. Ten. I got. I'm gonna I'm get. Gonna I'm gonna go get one more. Go get one more. Okay. All right. Well, while we're Look at him! Look at him leave. Is he wearing sweatpants? <laughs> What's he doing? 
you no can see that you can see that piece of art in the hallway that I uh, that I gave to him when I moved out. Um, I literally found that in the trash. So I'm glad he, you know, it, one man's trash is another man's treasure. You know what they say, Chris. Um, but here he did is. Did Brandon turn off the string lights? Did, the string lights are off. Oh well. Oh well. Your string lights are off. Yeah. Okay. That's. Do you fine. want me to turn them on? Okay. No. <laughs> it's guess, the same either way. Oh, there he on. goes. <laughs> there he goes. Hey, now it's a pretty. Sad. It does look nice. Now, now, okay, now the people are gonna watch. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So now that you got your movie, we're gonna we're gonna start diving into these movies here. Um. Is anybody keeping track of how long we've been recording? I just realized. I, well, I mean, um, we have the backups. So 9.25. Okay, can someone just like keep track of time? Because I literally can't look at my recording because I'm recording this on You're gonna now. Oh, gotcha. You're going to ruin okay. the fucking podcast, Ethan. I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> I don't... This is our first time. Please bear with us uh, for our face cam here. Um, it's our first time. <laughs> shut up, bro. Is not our first time. When I'm specifically the three of us. Um. Uh, but yeah, so criteria. <laughs> he's getting a little camera shot. How about let's Ooh. let's do let's start with a fun one. Does everybody have their first criterion with them? I do. That's what I, I want yep, to go I get. Do. All right. So let's go in order, and let's share our very tell the story of why you got it. Baby's got it, first yeah. criterion. That's the first, this is the first chapter of this episode. Baby's first criterion. Chris, what is you since you're the most recent into the criterion? You're the newest baby. The newest baby. What's baby's first criterion, and how'd you get it? All right, all right. Well, uh, my first criterion was actually gifted to me uh, for my birthday. Um, I want to say maybe two to three years ago. Um, it was given to me by, funnily enough, Joey and Tori, who are recently on the show uh, with you guys. That's, uh, right. that's perfect. They got me the uh, set of the police of Police Story, Jackie Chan's Police Story One and Two, uh, which is technically just one movie because narratively, they, it literally the first Police Story cuts off basically mid conversation, <laughs> which I think is so funny. <laughs> are you serious? That that's how that movie ends. Yeah, the first oh, Police Story just literally just ends like that. Damn. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful. I mean, like, look at this. This is um, Jackie's hanging on the um on the bus, which I think is one of his best stunts, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. it's one of it his is, better. It is um, great. Police story two. Um, there's this shot of him jumping down some scaffolding with barrels being thrown at him. Donkey. Remember, everyone. This movie. This movie was made pri- uh, pre VFX era, so you know everything you see is real. This a uh, little tidbit. Um, this bus sequence. The only piece of safety equipment that he was given, no harness, nothing. The only thing was that that umbrella was made of metal, not wood. That's it. Wow. That's insane. Call him crazy. He probably is, but hey, I, he made a good movie. I think I've only seen the first and the third police story. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the second one. I haven't seen I started watching the second one. Um, but I was just like, I stopped because I'm like, I'm not in it enough, you know, not, not that the movie wasn't getting me. Yeah. It's like, I wasn't in the right headspace and I want to be in the right headspace to watch it all. Mm-hmm. But we yeah, did watch happens. the first and, and um, third. Yeah. One of the fun things for anyone who doesn't know about Criterions is sometimes they'll come with a little extra something, something. Yeah. Um, and. Ooh, Ooh. 
Well, you know, like posters. Hong Kong police, that's another subject, but hey, it's a pretty boss poster. What can I say? You love those Hong Kong police, dude. I, you can't you can't stop talking about them. You kiss that poster. That's why he, love it. That, that's why he has yep. the other things. But never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, wonderful little thing there. And uh, yeah, a great little box set. And thank you, Jeremy and Tori, again for giving me my first criterion. I really love it. Thank you. Joey and Tori, thank you. All right, yeah, Brandini, thank you. What is your baby's first criterion? So I remember starting to collect when I was probably around eleven or ten. What? I remember the first, not Criterion's, just DVDs in oh, general. Okay. And I remember uh, being like, "Wow, movies!" Because Avatar came out, and I remember that was the first DVD I ever bought. Uh, which I did eventually upgrade to Blu-ray. But my first Criterion, I remember picking up. Can tell you where? No, I can't. I got. I was checking on so Amazon got- for the cheapest uh, Blu-rays, and this was a movie that I had seen really young. It is the Curious Case of Benjamin Button, and it's the only one, only what Criterion ever to have the blue? this as. Yeah, it's the only wow. Criterion that ever has this. Oh, Bro, no, that Blu-ray looks dude. fake. That That's looks like cool. a bootleg. It's real. Yeah, that almost, it's a, it, that almost it's looks real. fake. I don't know, it's, bro. I don't believe you. <laughs> it's so... <laughs> That's so weird. It's, it is weird because it doesn't fit with their aesthetic at all with their other premium packaging yeah. because they've gone to the clear cases yeah. and away from... But it's it's real, it's I assure real. you. You can look it up on Blu-ray.com. This is the only version you can get. Mm. You can't get any other version that's like the modern yeah. Criterions. And I love this movie. We've discussed it. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's a, 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 it's a good-ass movie. It's a good yeah. movie. Yeah, and, and it's got great supplements on it. Uh, David Fincher really... You know, everybody who's really, every director who's into like big um, film preservation movements, uh, like Fincher or Scorsese, you know, they really want their audience to like be captivated by special features. And I'm honestly shocked that they gave him this. Uh, I mean, they have the game by David Fincher, which I also own, not my stack right here. I did. Okay. I remember seeing on Criterion that they have the game and I was like, that really? That movie, huh? Yeah, that but movie. it's like I mean, like I get it's a good movie. Yeah, it's it's like it's not popular, or it is popular to buy to buy those movies, and that I think finances, and it's one of the cheaper ones you can get. But for what you can get, it's really good. That's why I heavily recommend it. Well, so. all right. I Very bet cool. it's hard to find now. But I, I'm not it? sure. I haven't really looked into it. So. Like I wonder if they changed the packaging when you order it today. I don't think they did. I really? don't think they did. Hmm. All right, well, my first one, um, this is, I, I, I first discovered Criterion, um, it was in, at Barnes & Noble. I remember seeing them, like, physically at a Barnes & Noble first. Uh, I was on vacation, and uh, I first, this was in high school, and I first started getting into these films, and I, I really wanted copy of one and i saw it there and it was i remember it was during the sale so i got it 50 percent off it was like in november and um that movie which since now i've upgraded but it is the very first godzilla was my first criterion um i think it was like i got it senior year of uh high school is that a is that a steel book no it's like it's a it's a slip cover oh it's a sleeve yeah, it's like a sleeve. Um, Still cool though. I like those. But things. yeah, it's like the 
the thing is like he's is at the end of the movie when he's getting killed by the hydrogen bomb uh comes with a oh th i forgot all about this look at this yeah comes a little pop oh whoa <laughs> even though that's cute that is not the correct that that is the not the correct godzilla from this movie that's like the godzilla from like the 2000s they just want to market yeah. it well they're just criterion thinks they know their stuff and then this that's the correct godzilla right there from this movie but it comes mm -hmm. like this little you know of course the information book with the essays uh that's pretty much fair for those. any criterion movie are the the essays from certain people um but yeah that's the one that really kicked off my little cr uh craze for just buying blu-rays in general um was this one because i i felt i felt like oh yeah i own a movie from the 50s like <laughs> now, now i'm starting to really get into like some classics here you know um mm. but yeah this is my first baby's first criterion this is how i pop my criterion cherry um i have an update by the way an update yeah did you just buy another criterion <laughs> no <laughs> uh i looked up curious case of benjamin button on their website yeah. both versions are out of print wow are you so, is yours the original version or yeah, the new version? Both the Blu-ray and the DVD are out of print. Damn. So. All right. I just completely fucked everything up. For those of you watching, um, my Discord notification just went over Chris's face. <laughs> so I, I, I had to completely move the window so that won't happen again. So I think we'll be okay. But that's going to be the biggest pain in the ass for me when editing. But I think we'll be fine. Uh anyways <sighs> stupid out of print huh out of print yeah Damn. does anybody have any out of print criterions um well uh, i'm new to the game i i got nothing out of print oh I have another one in a way i kind in a way i kind of do okay oh yeah share this one chris technically this is all right so I, it comes with a bit of a story um so uh, a little while ago ethan bought the world of wong kar wai collection um and, you know, he was really excited to check out all those movies. Um, but then he was going through and, and there was one, there it is, there was one of the discs that was missing. Which one was missing, Ethan? Like, or the one that was... Um, was it Fallen it was Angels? Missing? No, it was missing Happy Together. Happy Together. So Happy Together was missing from his, um, from his thing. However, um, instead of giving him the, hap the Happy Together... Um, disc. They gave them him another copy of Chunking Express, exactly, which is a movie I really love. And Ethan was awesome enough to give me his co his extra copy, so I can have have it. However, I did not have a case to put it in, so I went looking around to see what I could find. Little did I know, the original Chunking Express Criterion is out of print. The only way you can get Chunking Express through Criterion now is through the Wong Kar Wai collection. Yeah. Which is quite expensive and not something I'm like looking to spend on. However, I did manage <laughs> to find someone who uh, was able to make a uh, makeshift Criterion case for me, um, which was really nice of them. And they, you know, so now I have a little something right here. It's lovely. it's not the official one. It's technically not real. However, I really like that I have something to put it in that represents it. It's got all the Criterion insignia and whatnot, and inside. Is the Wong Kar Wai uh, collection uh, disc for Chunking Express, which That's I really amazing. love because I I adore this movie. 
So technically out of print, but not really. So kind of half and half there. That's cool. Yeah. I love that so there story. You go. It's a good story. And yeah, Criterion, uh, this is the second time. Here's my one gripe with Criterion. I've never had this happen More to stories. me. I... Um, <laughs> so I, w- I was going to save this for later, but I'll talk about it now. Um, so one of my other favorites is my Jacques Tati collection. I think this might be this might be my favorite um, like pack that Criterion's ever made. I I own four of them. This one might be my favorite because I just I love the art, and it comes with so many movies, and all, it comes with Jacques Tati's entire filmography, including short films and then a book as well. Um, but my favorite Jacques Tati film is Playtime, and I bought this. Um, at Barnes and Noble during the sale, uh, I remember Brandon and I went there, and I bought it. I opened it up, and I was like, I can't wait to check out Playtime. And when I opened up the Playtime, this Playtime thing, uh, it was another disc of his short films. So I was like, damn, what the fuck? Um, so I went back to that Barnes and Noble to see if I could trade it. They were out of the. This was the last one. I bought the last one they had. And at that point, my idea was, oh, then I just got to go to another Barnes and Noble to find it. So I went around to like all the Barnes and Nobles in Orange County. Um, And the last one I went to was the one in Fullerton. And thankfully they had it and they made the return. I just, I just literally just exchanged it. Um, But then that happened with this one. But what I did differently here is I literally just emailed them and I was like, look, here's what happened. And then they just email. They just mailed me. They didn't email me a disc. They mailed me uh, "Happy Together for Free." So I was like, "All right, sick." Now I got two chunking. So I gave the other one to Chris because he loves that movie so so much. Because it's a yeah, I do an ass movie. Um, but yeah, that's um. Let's see. I think another unique one that I have in my collection. It's my only DVD because they haven't made a Blu-ray for it yet. And that's Kurosawa's Stray Dog. It's it pisses me oh. off that there's never been a Blu-ray for it, and I've been holding out to buy this movie. I, this is one of my more recent purchases because I love this movie so much. Because um, mm. I was just waiting, I was like, they gotta make a Blu-ray for it, you know? But they never did. And at this at the point, I was just like, I need this movie because I think it's so good. So bit the bullet, I think bought the DVD, but we'll they're eventually gonna do like a Criterion set of kurosawa i can imagine right because like they did it like 30 movies though but yeah they did that with bergman and all of his movies but i also noticed they they're missing like like ron isn't even in there i have the i had to go through i'm sure that's a licensing thing i bet someone has like the license to ron the distribution it's another yeah it's another boutique label i think that has ran but i got ran on blu-ray not criterion blu-ray yeah um my my rarest copy is days of heaven is that really rare i didn't know that it actually is because it was like literally two weeks after i bought it off amazon or at the criterion 50 percent off sale they stopped printing it so they only had limited cycles out there of this blu-ray same with nashville which is on my shelf out there which is really weird because those are like i feel like they're bigger films you know yeah. It's funny to me that like their bigger films will go out of print, but then they'll keep manufacturing or not run out of like stuff that is more obscure. 
because i mean i guess you could find days of heaven on a regular dvd or blu-ray same with nashville right but you're never gonna get what i love about criterion is is like their their film preservation the quality of their work and the special features the way they work with directors it's unparalleled like i've never had a bad experience with them does anybody have um uh a, a criterion where they just like with their favorite special features you know i think that was another one when i wanted to pick out what the films i wanted to shout out and i actually uh i watched this film today because i recently bought it and i went through the special features with it uh i but and i think it's my favorite uh set of special special features and that's the grand budapest hotel by wes anderson um i am just i'm such a sucker for the production design in this film that i just wanted to learn all about it and what they did and it's just it's so crazy first of all a cool cover where it has you know um what the hotel looks like in um in the 60s and then the inside is the bathhouse and how it looked like in the 30s you know so it's the pink and um it also comes with a poster of that um the posters are here i'm not gonna unfold it but it's the same thing uh then you got the poetry book from the movie of the poems that they read oh that's nice um that unfolds into more like magazine uh or newspaper clippings of uh you know everything that was happening during the events of the film and then of course the basic as the boy with apple is like the thing with the essays um but just i thought the special features because i've never really dove into like how wes anderson makes his movies and i feel like this was the one that i wanted to like really study the most because it's just it's such a technical marvel for his films you know because it's such true um everything is so pristine and like fabricated and just like it's crazy what they did to make like to build the miniatures and how they shot the actors against those miniatures and uh there's a lot of green screen in this movie. It's like it's probably one of the best uses of green screens in a film ever, but you can't tell. It's it's so flawless and just like how they would build rooms, like tiny rooms in like within the Budapest Hotel, just in like this warehouse studio. Like you would think Wes Anderson he'd build the whole hotel, right? Which he he basically did for like the lobby and everything, but like when it's like the elevator and like certain rooms, um it's just like it is the most put together. It's very makeshift. In a sound stage, yeah. and that's something you wouldn't expect from Wes Anderson, you know. And oh, it's yeah. just like it's. It was just so inspiring to see that like you can make something that like beautiful and just like that small of a space and just like. And it's not trickery. It's just like it's just really it's skilled just filmmaking. Magic. Like when they're yeah. they showed a scene when they're on uh, when they're taking the train back when they escape. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about in the snow, right? Yeah, yeah. and they rig lights onto a dolly track and to make it look like the train's passing by is they just have guys running these light stands on a dolly track by and it mm-hmm. they just keep looping it and have the lights coming back and that's how they did that and i'm just like oh it's so brilliant but yeah you know as a production designer who loves wes anderson i want to dive into these so i think this is my favorite thing of special features i want to listen to the commentary too and just to pick apart anderson's mind with this but i haven't gotten to it yet but this is my favorite for the special features what about you guys 
I think for me, my special, like, so some, a lot of these I haven't even opened yet. Like, for example, here's one, worst person in the world. I haven't even opened yet. Yeah. I bet um, that commentary is killer. For worst probably, person? Probably, honestly. Yeah. Probably. I, I, I hope it's in English. <laughs> that would just be nah, hard we'll to see. keep up with what's the, the commentary of, like, Norwegian versus the Norwegian on the, in the movie. I don't know. Yeah. But I think for me, like with the special features, uh, I'll, I'm going to jump it back to Chungking because it has two things I really like in it. The first one is a like a pre like a before the thing to watch before the movie, which is Tarantino talking uh, about like oh, yeah. what like the, yeah, kind of contextualizing this movie, and then an af an after the movie thing with Tarantino where he talks about how it influenced his work and like how this movie what this movie means to him and you know just kind of just kind of riffing with the movie. There's also a really great interview in here, I think, with cinematographer Christopher Doyle, who shot this movie. Um, and it's just him chatting, like, through, like, the process and what it was like making this movie. Um, because this movie had a really interesting production because this was made kind of as a hobby for Wong Kar Wai. This was his fun movie yeah. to make while he was working on uh, Ashes of Time, uh, which was a much larger movie. But... This ended up blowing it out of the water by far. No one talks about it. Of, no one, no one really talks about Ashes of Time. Never heard but, but here we are. So, yeah, back to Chunkin for me. What about you, Brandon? Well, I have two. So obviously, I'm going to pay tribute to my first criterion. I have scoped through every single one on here, and this kind of made me fall in love with David Fincher. I love special features. Yeah, Del Toro is also great at this with his movies. Just going in-depth on a product he loves so much yeah. is really important to me. Because if I love it, I want to see the the effort and meaning put into it. Uh, my other one is The Tin Drum. Ooh. Uh, because oh, this movie, I remember you talking about this movie. This movie is just so controversial as it tackles politics and like aging. And it's actually probably a really good companion piece to Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Uh, as you get kind of antithes- uh, antithetical sides of the war, because you've got somebody who kind of embraces the authoritarian nature in here while also like realizing its faults versus the other one where it's kind of a distance from it, you know? Yeah. Um, but I remember I had to do a paper for my German cinema class and I watched every special feature on this because I wanted to do a, a paper on this because we watched it. Um, I, actually, we only just watched a clip, and I remember going out right after I watched the clip, and I forget if we had Filmstruck or the Criterion channel then. <laughs> yeah. Or, or if I just literally bought this off of Amazon immediately after, because I watched it, and I read everything in here, and I was like, this is just like so good, and I don't understand how people could misinterpret it, you know? They take, they just take... They just take the little things out. Yeah, but it's a really good movie. You, did you watch it? I have not seen it. I I, 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 I watched the clips in a film history. You know, it's so it looks like it looks right up my alley. Just just how crazy it is, you know. But um, yeah, Volker Schlondorf's kind of a weird dude. Okay. If you watch his movies, yeah, he does seem like a weird dude. Chris, you got some? I I do have one more. I forgot that I had this one because it doesn't <laughs> feel like a Criterion movie. Yeah. My also my only four K. Wally. <laughs> the special features on this are really, really great. Pixar is so nice about being transparent with how they work, um, at least on, on this, like, in terms of, like, their creativity. Um, one thing I really like is, I mean, first of all, that's just, that's lovely. What does the other um, side look like? I've, I, I wanted this Criterion so bad. 
It's his shelves. Ah. See, it's crazy. Ethan has the Blu-ray. I only have the DVD. You have the 4K. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it comes with this really lovely booklet by um, Andrew Stanton, I think, put this together. It's a bunch of, like, sketches of, of like, storyboards and ske- original conceptual art for Wally. Um, some, like, just, like, his notebook with, like, you know, theming, character structure, what have you. Just all kinds of stuff. Like, even, like, down to, like, when they were really conceptual, when we were, they were talking about stuff like, how is Wally going to move? So they were looking at wagons and stuff like that, and, like, wheels and all this stuff, and treads. And, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a nice little collection of, like, creative and just, like, logistical notes, which I feel like is invaluable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just want to throw that in there. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, I do have a question. Yeah. Do any of you guys have like a film that you found via Criterion or that you can basically only find on Criterion in a good quality? Like I'm not talking about a YouTube rip, mm-hmm. but something yeah. that that you're like, oh, I'm super passionate about this movie. I want more people to watch it sort of thing. I go, um, Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, go for it, Chris. I think so. I, I'll, I'll start us off. Um, I got two that I think I can only I've only been able to find on Criterion. Um, I'll start with this one. I have not seen this one. Um, Take Out. Sean Baker and... Hopefully I can pronounce this. Shi Ching To. Um, It's a 2004 movie about a Chinese uh, immigrant who has to pay back a massive debt within the end of a day. Um, Set in New York. Uh, Yeah, um, I wanted to check this out just because I love the concept and... It's just interesting to have a 2004 Sean Baker film because he didn't really pop off until the 2010s, I feel like. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so there you go. Um, I'm going to throw this one in real quick too. Uh, this one you, I think you can find elsewhere, but I but I really wanted it. <laughs> Boat People. And Hai's, um like basically like Vietnam movie, but is all, like painted in... Like in thematic, thematically against what's what happened in Hong Kong or what is what was happening in Hong Kong at the time. I remember uh, you texting very political me about movie, this. Uh, extremely political movie, yeah. uh, but I think very powerful. I think mine would be um, this. Uh, films by this director are very hard to come by because um, I'm still trying to find one. I'm waiting for Criterion to get it, but it might be like I don't know. It might be too weird. Um, but one of his, it's Death by Hanging by cool. Nagashi Oshima. Um, super crazy film just about, um, uh, you know, Japanese uh, guilt over how they treated the Koreans um, in World War Two. <laughs> Why is it the episode that we're filming is like the one episode where everyone has to leave? Where we're getting up the most. <laughs> I promise you guys that like people usually don't leave <laughs> I think it's just because like we're, we're talking about criterions and like I like I oh, love he's going to, to get Wally. Okay, he's probably copying that's, something. That's probably why. Um, super surrealist film. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this had some sort of effect on uh, Adehiano. It feels very similar to how he breaks down the surrealist scenes in uh, Evangelion. Um, it's just about subjectivity and uh, and guilt and like uh, the death penalty. Um, and just how the Japanese treated uh, Koreans during World War II. Very fascinating film. I'm waiting for this fucker 
or anyone to let them make a Max Mon Amour criterion. Because finding Max Mon Amour on physical media is near impossible. And it's my favorite Nagisa Oshima film. I want it so bad. I want he it. loves I, his monkeys. I was so close to buying Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence during the flash sale. But I held out because I wanted to get... I was only get, I only held myself to two movies. I got Worst Person in the World. I don't think I ever said which ones I got. Worst Person in the World and Rose. <laughs> Those are the only two, the last two five-star movies I had to buy that were on Criterion. So I was like, I'm just going to get those two because I love them. Um, and now I have all my five-star movies Criterion. But I think the next one I'm going to get is Merry Christmas to Lawrence. Because this, Oshima, this dude, oh, he is such an awesome, profound director who is not afraid to take... Uh, like very controversial subject matters i mean this one's about like the death penalty um you know in post-war japan and sort of like you know uh, being very critical of the japanese military which was like a very brave thing to do at the time you know um so i love this film uh merry christmas Mr. lawrence is also a very uh interesting film where he paralyzed uh, not paralyzes, parallels war and, you know, uh, homosexuality uh, taking place. I believe it's during, I don't think it's during, I think it's during World War Two. It's during World War Two because um, it's British people in a Japanese uh, prison camp. Um, but others, his other movies, uh, In the Realm of the Senses, also very good. Um, but one that I also want to shout out that, is damn near impossible to find outside Criterion. The Quatsi Trilogy. <laughs> ah, damn. Ooh. I still need to watch these. I mean, I love two of these. The third one sucks, but it's worth it just for Koyana Scotsi. Um, one of my favorite films of all time. The best documentary ever made. Um, this is... It's just such... It's such a beautiful... Uh, cover too of just like the cave paintings um and it comes with lots of um the, the covers like the slip covers oh, such a chairs. beautiful cover it's really cool uh poyana scotsi is also super good highly recommend that one uh no koyakatsi i don't like this one at all but it's i i'm telling you it's worth it just to have these two um right here um, but those, these are just some documentaries that are like damn near impossible to find, find anywhere outside of Criterion. Um, so I love them. Uh, I want to transition now, uh, because the thing that's so awesome about Criterion is, uh, the covers that they make for all of these, you know, they put out some really pretty covers. Um, and I just want to share some of my favorites, um, and I was wondering if you guys have like some just covers that you're just head over heels for, because I got a I got a few that I want to share, but what like which ones are like all oh, these covers are just beautiful. I got I got two, I got two that come to mind. Let me see it. Let all me right, see number it. one, number one. Akira Kurosawa's Dreams. I love how painterly it is. I think it evokes the feeling of this movie really there well. We hey, we both got it. Got um, it. Yeah, beautiful. Um, and like this is also, I think, this might be my second favorite of the, was it eight shorts? Seven shorts? Something like that? Uh, yeah, I think this one's one of my favorites of them. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's gorgeous. I, I think it's, I love how simple it is too. Just because like, I like how unassuming it is. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that I think that captures the essence of this movie really nicely. Also, fun tidbit. Anyone who anyone who hasn't heard of this movie, check it out. There's a scene, there's I sorry, one of the short films in this. Uh Martin Scorsese plays Van Gogh. Plays Van Gogh. It's crazy. That's all I need to say. <laughs> and so my cool. other one is Abbas Kiristarmi's Taste of Cherry. Oh. I really like I, this. I, I I I just like I mean just this is just a I think this is one of the prettiest posters I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. I really like this poster. It's so simple, but it's also like it captures like that humanity but also depression because it's silhouetted too. And it's existential fucking Yeah, and like with the hand question. coming out and like with like the 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 sandy like kind of um haze coming through too. Yeah. I don't know. I I think it captures the the essence of the movie well. And it's also just a really pretty cover. Great color too. Yeah, absolutely. Brandon, you got some? Yeah, I've got two with me. There's one uh, that you guys got to look up because I'm not going to get it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm saying, oh yeah, you could show the, the viewers. Uh, the one that I don't have on me right now that I adore so much is The Sweet Smell of Success. It's actually, I think, the letterbox. Oh, poster. that's a good one. Is that it's like is that the journalism and, like movie the, you were telling us about? Yeah, and it's like the red and blue. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's, that's a, a nice really cover. Here, wait, I'll hold it up for the camera. There you go. Here, so but um, that, uh, that yeah. one's great. Great art. It's just it's, it evokes great. that classic movie poster feel. Yeah. Even if it's not the original poster. Like I thought it was believe. the classic poster when I first watched that yeah. movie. You know. It's just so but good. it's great. Yeah. My other That's one, great. it's it's black and white. So like you might be like, well, why would you like we want colorful? And I'm like, I'll get you that in a second. But here is my a uh, night to remember criterion. Uh it's the original Titanic. That's sure a night to remember. Oh. <laughs> and yeah. it's and it's illustrated beautifully. Uh it, it looks wow, like that... an oil painting. Uh, that and art it's a, is it's a, haunting to look at. It's a really good. Uh, it's a it's, really good great. movie. It's just more analytical and hour by hour account, basically, of what happened. Uh, not like a documentary, you know, or like, but it's like I I can tell this heavily inspired James Cameron. Mm. Uh, it's not very human emotionally, like connecting like Jack and Rose's romance, but it's good. Um, and then my other one is. Uh, Paul Schrader's Mish- Mishima. Mishima? You, I didn't know you had Mishima on Criterion. Oh, Ooh, that God. is nice. That's the Criterion? <laughs> it's yeah. reflective. I've never seen that before. <laughs> That's and, so cool. Whoa. It's a slipcover, and it's extremely, this is a good movie too. extremely gorgeous. Ooh. It's one of the most oh, that's beautiful gorgeous. cases and DVDs oh. that I own. Ooh, that's I mean, it's, ref- it's gold and reflective it's, because the movie is like that. That movie I mean, is golden. Yeah. yeah so it, it really reflects the movie but also is like just a beautiful piece of art very very anti i think what they're used to doing because sometimes like their art is a little more i'm, I'm going to give you a minimalist one uh, not my celebration criterion which has no <laughs> k <laughs> which has a single slip of paper in it yeah but um uh i'm gonna go with ikaru it's just the shot of him from oh, the movie. Simple. But it's simple, but it's effective, you know? But it's not Very like effective. Mishima. There's such a big difference between these two movies yeah. like, <laughs> in their covers. So, yeah. Um, for me, I'll go with a black and white one that I think is really pretty. Um, 
I mean, Chris was just talking about the, uh, Hiroshima Mon Amour. Uh, I I love this cover. It's so it's meta- great. Uh, just yeah. the visual metaphor of it all of the the handprint, um, that sort of you think that looks like a city, you know, or a leaf. You think that looks like uh, you think it's pro- it's mimicking uh, Hiroshima because it has like the target on it. It's like that's where they drop the bomb. It's like a hand and it looks dirty, like like um, it's like the hand of someone who survived the blast, you know. Um, and it's just a movie about an intimate relationship. So having it be a handprint is also very powerful, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it's a beautiful cover. Uh, but now for my colorful ones. Um, I get to show off one that I actually have never seen before. Chris just got this for me <laughs> for my birthday. And the reason why I told him, like, I got to see this movie, because I saw the Criterion cover and I thought it was fucking so beautiful. It's uh, Johnny Toe's Throwdown. Look at that. The purple and the pink and that. Uh, the yellow. I don't know what this movie's about. I'm assuming it's about fighting. <laughs> uh, but I just, yeah, but w- we will see. I'm going to watch this with you, Chris. Um, and it just, it looks awesome. And that's the great thing about Criterion's is they make great covers for you to be like, oh, I want to go check out that movie, you know? Um, yeah. Another movie that I did that with, where it's like, I want to watch the movie just based on the Criterion cover, uh, was Tampopo. I love That is a that's gorgeous i love this i love this movie um and it's a cover that just perfectly suits the vibe of this film you know the the colors are also very like pastel and they balance each other so nicely like even how like the criterion logo in the corner like complements the noodles i know right you know nice details and it's so pretty fantastic and it just it has the the woman who runs her uh, ramen shop um and then I love the background. It's, it's just like red and yellow. Just red. Very, it's very so appetizing. Colors, it's a very sexy movie, really. Um, and I think that's why they put red. You brought out Sallow. Very, I mean. <laughs> you brought out Sallow. Very sexy movie. <laughs> um, but my last one. <laughs> I think this go. This go. This. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the same artist as the one for The Sweet Smell of Success. It's my War of the Worlds. Um, that is Nigeria, nice. Where it, it's, it just looks like a very retro you know, classic Hollywood poster. Yeah. Uh, I love the green. Uh, you know, it's sort of just like this really cool science fiction green with it, you know? Um, I dig that. But I, I just think this movie's great. And when I, this was one where I was like, I'm not in love with this movie. I think it's great. But like when they uh, said that this movie was coming out, this was like one of the only criterions I've like actually pre-ordered, you know? Cause I was like, yeah. I gotta get it just for this beautiful cover um so yeah that's that's my beautiful covers um anybody else have any fun criterion topics we could i i did i did have one yeah um maybe this would be better for a finale uh question but here's my question yeah your house is burning down (laughs) you can grab one these are okay so this is your crown jewel the crown what is your crown jewel what is your crown jewel here. While you guys find, I'll start off with mine. Yeah. Mine, naturally, of course, is going to be my favorite movie of all time. It's got to be my In the Mood for Love. In the Mood for Love. This movie is every like, like emotionally, politically, narratively, thematically, like it just it it encaptures so much of like how I see the world, who I am, where I'm from, and it just it captures my heart, soul, and mind. I I I can't say enough good things about this movie um yeah definitely like won't even hesitate all of this 
Garbo. Garbo when it comes no, to that not, one. Not Garbo. But this is this is my <laughs> this is my crown jewel. Yours is the yeah. fucking no, blue. Right really no, 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 away. We're done with it. We're done with it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I I have three. I just I don't know. I mean I have six. Go for it. It's so okay. I... No, yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, sh- sh- you can share a couple. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't save my Twelve Angry Men one because even if it's my second favorite movie of all time, that that it's, that's always gonna be. It's sold. all right. It's good, but. I, uh, and I love the transfer. It's just yeah. I can find that movie elsewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's such a classic that the criteria. This will never go out of stock on Criterion. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's too uh, classical. But what would go oh, out of stock is Sidney Lumet's Failsafe, his other film from uh, around that time, and it's one of my favorite anti-war movies. Uh, it doesn't even have to show the warfare. There is no warfare except for words. And that's great. Uh, I would also be sad to miss out on the Human Condition trilogy. Mm. Uh, this is highly coveted by me. I watched this over like three days uh, during COVID. Yeah. And I remember being absolutely devastated by another great anti-war work. Uh, and then my last one being uh, Itu Mama Tambien. Mm. That's a pretty uh, cover. <laughs> Yo that. mama it's, too. It's a it's a it's a thickly boy. It's a yo mama Tambien. And we all had a great experience watching this. I remember when we wa- I, was it aesthetics or history that we watched. It was history. I think, we it, doing Mexican, I think it was history. It was Mexican, yeah, Mexican cinema. cinema. I remember immediately going to buy the Criterion. That is one of the few circumstances where I've like, all right, I saw that movie. I love that movie. I'm gonna buy that movie. And I watched it recently, so. Well, good use. Mine. It's a good use. I feel like it has to be my first big Criterion purchase, which is obviously my uh, show era Godzilla. Like um, that's great. It is just it has all the Godzilla movies from the show era. Some that have like, and it just has it's just this giant. It's like oh. a coffee table art book where they get an artist for each Godzilla movie. So here's the first one, you know. Uh, Godzilla raids again. You know, it has all the essays there, and then a, just a beautiful piece of art. Godzilla vs King Kong. Uh, I love that art. Isn't it great? Yeah, he's fucking throwing him. Uh, Godzilla vs Mothra. This one's super cool. You know, they it's oh, like wow. it's more of like a, a ancient Mexican art. You know, uh, for Ghidorah, the three headed monster. Monster. Um, Invasion of the Astro. This one might be my favorite. Uh, I just love the. So it's sort of pulpy, I guess you know. Um, Ibrahor the Deep. They have some Ooh. really. Uh, Son of Godzilla. This oh my god, he's kind of sucks, but the, the art's still cool. The, <laughs> okay, so destroy all monsters. This is a cool piece. Look at that. Oh, it's just. I just love how like they they capture the vibe of these Godzilla movies. That you want to go. This is a crazy ass fucking piece of art. Whoa! <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> What's the name of Godzilla's son? Uh, it's a Manila. <laughs> like like what? like Sal Manila. It's Manila. Like mini. No, it's like the it's like the Philippines. Mini Illa. Manila. Yeah, so it's a Manila. <laughs> oh, Manila. <laughs> I got it. Right. Uh, Godzilla versus Hedorah. Very nice. Oh, you showed us. You showed us this one. I think Godzilla versus this one's actually fucking cool. Look at that. That's a this is a crazy one. ass movie. Um, oh, Godzilla versus Megalon. 
this movie sucks, but it's like he looks like a nuclear blast, you know. That's that's and good art. Jet yeah. Jaguar. Ooh, Jesus, my criterion's falling all over the place. Like, look at him that's fighting. Cool. Like, if only the movie looked this cool, you know. But it's just a bunch of guys in rubber suits. Um. Oh, I love Godzilla versus Mega Godzilla. This is one of my favorite yeah. uh, show ones. And then the last one is. Come on, Terror of Mechagodzilla, which is also very, like, this looks very Jack Kirby to me, you know? Oh, yeah, I could tell. 60s Marvel with all the, you know, automatopoeias out there. Super cool Titanosaurus is there. And then it just goes into the the discs themselves that they're all placed like that. Together. Um, But it's super just, I just love how art focused it is, you know? Because the, yeah. these early Godzilla movies are just like so pretty um, and so colorful, you know, uh, it, you know, outside of the first two, uh, the rest are so pretty. Um, and I'm glad that they just made it's like it's an art book as just as much as it is, um, uh, you know, a, D, a Blu-ray collection. I used to be so annoyed that this was like that I couldn't fit this on my Blu-ray shelf. Like, I wish I. So there are some times where I wish it was like tiny, like the Jacques Tati, you know, but now I understand that it's like, you know, this is very artist focused to celebrate Godzilla, you know? Um, so it should be treated like, like, like a coffee table book, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this I is do like, have... this is my big boy that I'm, I'd save. This is my price. I mean, I, I have questions. Yeah. Two questions. What's a criterion that you haven't gotten yet? That's not. Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, that you would uh, like to get. That's um, a good one. Ooh. And then I've got a second question. It's yeah. kind of a follow-up, which you also kind of answered already. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. We can extrapolate on the answer. What is it? Uh, oh, I, I was... Okay. <laughs> My second one was, what do you think is a movie that deserves to be on the Criterion Collection that isn't? Oh. Other than Max, I got, I got a couple. <laughs> I've got a couple that when I, I was a, searching, I, I was like, "What the stuff. fuck? How is this not on there?" Yeah. Here, I'll 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 state mine first. Um, I think the first one that stuck out to me is Kubrick is very underrepresented in in these films, and I I understand that that's also because Criterion tends to prioritize films that have less means of distribution because you know obviously you know they have incentive to do to do that. Um, however. Like, for example, like 2001 is Space Odyssey. I would love a Criterion of 2001. Yeah. Or Ron isn't even isn't on there. Uh, but I know, like, that might be a licensing thing. Um, Blade Runner? I don't know how that's not on there. I think that's quintessential sci-fi. Um, I don't know. You guys have anything you want to throw in there? Moonlight, I'm surprised it isn't in there. But I guess A24 wants to hold on to that. I got a few. Um, first of all, this is just because it's, like, it's one of the only films in my top 100 that I like literally can't get that I want so bad. And I feel like this is right up Criterion's alley. They should release 1927's Napoleon, the five hour. <laughs> they should. It, it's it, really good. With its seven to one aspect ratio at the end, you know, come on. <laughs> like, it would be perfect for that. And, and I just feel like a lot more like films from the 20s they need to put on Criterion, even though, yeah, it's. Most of them are public domains. So you can find them all on YouTube. But I still feel like I would go out of my way to buy a Criterion for films like The Cabinet of Doctor, uh, The Cabinet of Doctor Caligari, Metropolis, 
Metropolis, Faust, you know, all those movies with like cool special features and commentaries from like film archivists or, you know, because nobody who worked on those movies are alive anymore, you know, Um, (laughs) but I just think someone from like, you know, like just film historians and archivists to like do a commentary. Um, There's this one thirties movie um, called Humanity in Paper Balloons about uh, like a drunken samurai. Uh, That's really good. I want that so bad um Hodorowski. i'm surprised none of his films are on criterion like the holy mountain and uh el topo stuff like that um and then i of course i said the showa no 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 the uh heisei godzilla films from the 90s in the 80s they, those should totally be a pack um and then last one uncle boon me who are like any oh yeah that should be any apisha pong all of his cool movies yeah. Dude, even Memoria. I know he wants that movie to always be in theaters, but like, it's gotta it's gotta come out of theaters eventually, right? And I Criterion's gotta make an addition. <laughs> that was one of my I don't know, dude. He hasn't stopped yet. Come on, bro. I any of a piece of Bong Mary Sitzikul's movies. He's such a fantastic director. Yeah, I would love to own all of them on Criterion. What about you, Brandon? Yeah. What are some of your wish lists? So I actually. I'm frustrated because Netflix and Amazon, they don't really do physical releases. And if they do, they don't do HD ones unless it's through Criterion. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. RRR, please. Yes. Please. What the hell? Why can't I get that? It won an Oscar. It's great. Everybody loves it. I don't know. You would make so much money if you sold that. Does Criterion yeah. ever put out like Indian films? Not really. Surely. Like they did the they did the the a lot of Sanjay Ray stuff, yeah. but it, that's about it basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon, I want you to get your shit together and put out a Blu-ray release of The Handmaiden through Criterion. Shit. That Parche like wait Parche Parche Works Handmaiden. Yep. Oh wow, I didn't uh, realize that. Was Glass that. Onion because I'm a big Knives Out fan. Only for that reason because they're working with them a lot. They, they'll um, probably put out a Knives Out trilogy. That, that would be I so know. great you know uh, that's a tough thing with like netflix though like yeah they won't like because I, I have the same thing brandon like i've been putting together my hong kong collection yeah um and i can't get joshua anywhere because it's yeah. only netflix that's right sucks. uh outside of streaming cache that's not oh! criterion it's not even on blu-ray what is it just I mean, on dvd yeah have so, they ever put out a handy movie <laughs> uh yes they yeah. have funny okay. games i believe they oh, put out yeah. a funny games uh and then they've put out like mini like a clip series i think of his other films like benny's video oh, okay. but like i don't think they've ever done cachet because i can't find it anywhere um i had another one uh i mean i would like shin godzilla i know they're not going to oh, yeah. but i think that would be amazing mm-hmm. um i think Ooh, I had another one. Uh, oh, this 1957 movie that was nominated for Best Picture. Uh, it's called Sayonara. It stars Marlon Brando. And it's basically like this uh, anti-imperialist message movie about Marlon Brando falling in love with somebody in uh, post-war Japan. Oh. In the occupation. That's kind of cool. And I think it historically, I think it needs to be preserved in HD uh maybe a release of metropolis would be nice yes 
please. Because uh, I know they have a Blu-ray of that, but it's like, really old. It was a definitive <laughs> edition, you know, because there's so yeah. many editions of Metropolis. I just want a definitive one. Exactly. Uh, as a joke release, maybe Idiocracy. That might be a... I, f- I could see them doing that. Because Mike Judge's films are hard to get the hand on. Uh, one Cut of the Dead. <laughs> yeah. The Science of Sleep. Uh, yes, Signs of Sleep. Yeah, they haven't done I have that. I've been looking for that. I'm yeah, off, like for a dollar at a video store. And honestly, uh, I'm having a hard time finding this one on Blu-ray, and I'm kicking myself that I didn't get the DVD when it was like ten dollars. Uh, Hunt for the Wilder People by Taika Waititi. Oh. That movie is impossible Dude, to find on physical media for like less than forty bucks. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, and I I can't do it. I can't. I I I would pay twenty five for that, but forty is Over like too forty much. for that movie. Yeah, I that's a bit. It. That's yeah. a bit steep for that. I have yeah. a couple more. I have two more. This one is like, it, I I don't understand how it's not on a Criterion yet. After Hours, my favorite Scorsese film. Oh I yeah, have, is, I have the DVD. You have the DVD, <laughs> but I want that shit pristine Blu-ray because it's such a beautiful film. Um. I don't understand how that's not there because it's like you can't find it anywhere else. Um, and King Kong. They have the original Godzilla. I think a really cool original print of King Kong in HD. You know, I'm, sur- I'm sure I think Universal owns the original King Kong. Uh, I don't know. That would be cool. Yeah. I, I want to throw three more in here. Three more. Really quickly. <laughs> Akira. I'm surprised Akira. It's I'm having a hard time finding Akira. Not a lot of animation. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. Unless I just have to go on Amazon. Yeah, they don't do it in the model animation. Um, this one's kind of a cheat one for me. Cleo from 5 to 7 is only available in the Agnes Varda collection. I'll so, be on self. Yeah. But I want it on its own because I, like, I've only seen Vagabond of her other films and I'm not a big fan of Vagabond. Yeah. Um, and the only other one I can think of is. Um, oh, what was it? Um, I don't know if this isn't really uh, their type of movie, but if they could put Breakfast Club. I feel like I can put this in. Uh, Truman Wait. Show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be great of on Criterion. Course. Are you kidding me? Because, yeah, they did put Breakfast Club on there, but Truman Show would be, like, in the same vein, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I that. Need it. Eternal Sunshine would be cool. I don't know. I kind of want an HD copy of Truman Show because yeah. I, I don't have the Blu-ray. I just have the DVD. Um, um, Let's move on to what's next for us to buy. What what is it? You know, because this yeah, is basically this you are asking Brandon, like, what's your next yeah. uh, wish list? And besides Merry Christmas or Lawrence, I think mine, the next ones I'm going to get, um, I want that 4K of uh, Shaft. I really want that one. <laughs> um, I want uh, Ozu's Ohio, Good Morning, uh, just because the cover is so cute and that movie is just so good. Um I want Cure. I think that one's another one I want. Oh, Cure's on Criterion? That's cool. Yeah, Drive My Car. Yeah. You know, I don't own that one yet. It was ha so ha. good. Yeah, I know you own it. Do you, do you have that one, Brandon? I do. He does. He does. <laughs> I pre-ordered he does. it. Um, trying to think what else. Oh, The Elephant Man. I want The Elephant Man on Criterion because that one's just so good. Uh, it's my favorite David Lynch film. And I think that might be my next purchase. Yeah. Yes. What do you I guess? think for for me, I think my next ones I would love to grab. I kind of I 
I kind of want to drive my car as well. I, that movie really <laughs> stuck with me. It's, it's so really good. good. Um, uh, but I think if I'm going to do something a bit more adventurous, I would love... I didn't know Silence of the Lambs was on there. I was scrolling through and I found it. Yeah. Silence of the Lambs would be cool. Um, Modern Times, nice. Uh, Harakiri would be nice. Last one. Okay, Brandon. I, uh, I remember a while ago we were talking about... Um, because you watch a few year ago maybe you watched infernal affairs and you were you weren't too hot on it no. uh and you're a big fan of you're a big fan of the departed right no it's a, also just okay. like you're <laughs> the both which one's better the departed there you go but like but anyway the reason the reason i say this is because infernal affairs trilogy is on there and, and like i remember when i was growing up i really liked the first infernal affairs but then i i remember watching the departed and then those movies kind of left my consciousness for a while. And now looking back in my head, I'm thinking like, shit, is The Departed actually better? I don't know. <laughs> but then also I'm like, God, I got But I got to be real like Hong Kong. Might have to do it to him. You got to get it for your collection, Chris. The Hong Kong collection. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. But um, but yeah. Uh, Infernal Affairs trilogy is interesting too. Um, but yeah. Those are, those are kind of my next things on my radar. One more that I really want. It happened one night. I didn't know it was on Criterion, <laughs> and that is one of my favorite films from the '30s. Um, it's so good the the OG romantic comedy, you know. It really is up there. Like every romantic comedy, like relationship dynamic is from "It Happened One Night." Um, so I gotta get it. It's great. Hmm. What about you, Brandy? Yeah. Any other anymore? Um. I mean, I have Brazil on Criterion, so I kind of want the other two of the Terry Gilliam Imagination trilogy. Yeah. Uh, Adventures of Baron Munchausen and Time Bandits. They just did a 4K of Time Bandits. It's coming out. You should just pre-order that. I know. So, and, and I'm like, ah. And then Blow Up, uh, that that's one that I've been eyeing for a while. Oh, yeah. Sound of Metal. Oh, that's an Amazon. Oh, yeah, that's right? on Criterion. Mm-hmm. So there they go. Uh Red Shoes on 4K. I mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Uh, do, do, do. Three Colors Trilogy, maybe. Oh, yeah. I just want Red, uh, though. Like, I just really want Red. I wish red they... is the best one. So. It's the best one. Nah, Blue's the best. What? I the... like Blue. I actually, I, like blue. I, I love White, and that's underrated. Everybody else What if we split like it? it? We split it. Let's split it, guys. Yeah. yeah. Give me White. Let's all chip red. in. I'll take red. You take blue. And then you take white. It's perfect. I'm fine with that, actually. Marriage story. Uh, I kind of would like to see oh, uh, how that looks. That yeah. The... That's on Criterion? Yep. That uh, Netflix Kick... does do this. Yeah. Those are the Netflix Kicking... Yeah. Kicking and Screaming, The Ice Storm, Punch Drunk Love. They um... need more PTA movies on Criterion. I already bought the uh, ones that I wanted, but like I wish there was a criterion of bookie nights in the master. Mm-hmm. Love that. Dreams. You don't have dreams. <laughs> I don't. Have dreams? Rubbing in his I face. want dreams. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, there's some. It even smells good. <laughs> Wages of fear. The waitress uh, of oh. beer, classic stacked <laughs> no. episode, like fucking couple. I don't remember first episode. The waitress of beer. <laughs> uh, the 4K of Triangle of Sadness when it comes out, I will oh. be first in line. To I, get, I'm getting that one. Yeah, I gotta get that one. Uh, is that it? Uh, Harold and Maude. <laughs> I think you say Harold and Kumar. <laughs> Harold and Kumar. <laughs> like, that's not great, dude. 
<laughs> just like one time. Low standards. I don't know. <laughs> that's the best. Part. Um, and th- that's all that's in my wish list. But I forgot one that I think should get a Criterion release. What is it? It's called Imitation of Life from 1959. It's a melodrama that's about um, a white widow who encounters a black single mother, but her daughter, the black single mother's uh, daughter, is white passing. Hmm. So that's it interesting is... for the 50s too. Right, and it was done by Doug- Douglas Sirk, who did uh, all the. Oh movies. shit, dude, he loves. I think those, I, uh, I I I love that guy. That that guy knows his melodrama. Yeah, dude. Let me right. tell you. And I think uh, I think when it's uh, you talk about Ollie Fury eats the soul, it's like right in line with that. Yeah. And I, I think uh, that would be a great. I just I don't know why they haven't done it yet. I think the first time I saw it was like, oh, they had a limited release on the Criterion oh, Channel, but Ollie's they never did a Blu-ray release. And they have a Blu-ray out there. It's just packaged with the original because it's actually a remake of a 30s movie. What? I know. And nobody – and the 30s one was nominated for Best Picture, but the 50s one has better critical reception. Hmm. So I, I would think a two-pack of those or just the, the 1950s one would be excellent. Mm-hmm. They're, they've already done all that Heaven Allows and Written on the Wind, I think. So why not do this one? And it's also really damn good. It made me cry. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that those would be mine that I want and that I want to be on the collection. Because let's be honest, it's an ever-growing collection. There's no limit. Yeah, it's just a, based on time. I mean, fuck. I thought Targets was never going to be on the I know Criterion collection, and two days, literally two days before, <laughs> I bought it on DVD. I was like, finally, I have one of my favorite top 100 movies, and the Criterion was like. <laughs> Hey, coming to the collection this I was like, no! Come no. <laughs> and I'm I'm like I'm happy that I own a rare DVD copy, but I mean, I love that movie. And yeah. Soldier of Orange too. So many good movies. Sorry. So many good movies. They need to make a Thin Man collection with all the Thin Man movies from the 30s. Are how many are there though? There's like 4 or 5. Damn. Starring the original cast. And I love the first one. It's my favorite film from the 30s. So I I wanted it's that right. I wanted a physical copy of that movie. I was like, that has to be on Criterion, right? No, it's, it's not. It's all right. No, it's so good. It's amazing. All right. Well. Well. Uh, any other Criterions you guys just want to shout out that you have on hand that you haven't shown off yet? I got I got two I got two more to show off. Yeah, show them. What the Bunuel pack? Louis Bunuel's pack? Yeah. I got. Uh, Ethan didn't love these movies, but he's wrong. What are you so. talking about? I thought they were good. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, but you. I didn't think they were masterpieces. But I've got a Scorsese. I got Last Temptation of Christ. That one's good. That one's most. Good. I remember. Horribly... I I remember. I think I walked in on you watching this movie once, Brandon. Great casting for Jesus. Poor casting for Judas. That's all I gotta say. Harvey Keitel is Judas. Hey Jesus, what's uh, what's going on here? <laughs> Night on Earth. Great Jim Jarmusch movie. Great. Huh? Every scene in this is good except for the Winona Ryder one. Uh, and then lastly, a very rare uh, movie to get on physical media and digitally. I don't think you can actually rent this anywhere. You can only buy it. Whoa. Uh, it's uh, an, unmarried an Unmarried Woman, which, which was nominated for Best Picture in 1978. I watched it recently as I'm going through the films that I haven't seen in my collection that I've either blind bought or bought because I thought they were rare. Uh amazing movie so feminist so ahead of its time check it out if you have criteria 
That's all I got to say. Okay. Yep. My three. Um, let's see. I could shout out all my Kurosawas, but I don't want to do that. Um, you already know them. Uh, my two other Wes Anderson movies, Life Aquatic and Fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh, I think his brother does the art for all of his Criterion movies, which is so cool. Um, so I love these. And then, um, not the most creative cover, and it's it's kind of an early... Oh, I guess not. 702. But The Great Beauty. I love this movie. And it's, Never watched. It's always coming to haunt you, Brandon. This movie's fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, another, it's another movie where it's like one image sells a whole film, I feel. So I'm fine with it being the Criterion cover for it. You know? Uh, great. Great, great movie. Have to check it out. Yep. Good old person movie. My Yeah. The last three that I did not share on um, through our conversations were... I also have a copy of The Worst Person in the World. Beautiful movie. Yeah. Um, Love the cover. Just, just, per- just about perfect. Um, Parasite. Oh, yeah. Not a big fan of this. Not a big fan of this cover, personally. I don't it's... know about these circles and shapes. Well, it's and all the. That. Uh, it's, um, it's I know it's a sleeve, code. but like. It's, it's the... the Morse code. Oh, I kind of love that now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. Hey, I'm, right. I'm just here to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> and last one heartbreaking movie Tokyo Story by Yasujiro Ozu the master uh, the master of family and composition when are we gonna get Good Morning on Criterion that cover it is, is beautiful. Let's see. it's on HBO Max <laughs> it's on Criterion That's yeah, we gotta buy it I, oh, when I'm, gonna gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it yeah. first. I think it's gonna be my next one alright well <laughs> well that's it for this episode of Stacked with our fucking ugly mugs. Hopefully it worked out, actually. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. If you can't see us, it's going to be, you know... Oh, well. I hope you still listen if there's no face, but I'm going to do my best to make sure you can see our pretty little faces. And if we'll and if them. you can't, look up the titles and yeah. posters yourself, you idiots. And tell us tell us down below. Tell us what you got. Tell yeah. us down what do you below. Want? Down what do you there, got? In these comments. Down right Which there. ones do you want? Pass, no, pass the title. Pass the description. There's comments. You can type down there. Yeah, go down there. Um, let us know what your favorite Criterion movies are. What's your prize possession? What's your crown jewel? Which ones do you want? Which ones do you want to see on the Criterion collection? It's such a cool thing, you know? I, it's like Criterion's are like movie like baseball cards, if you think about it, you know? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Because it's are. like... It's it's art house baseball cards, which I love so much, you know. Yeah. And we like, I love yeah. going to each other's houses and being like, "Hey, what cartoons do you get? Oh, look what these ones I just picked up," you know. Uh, mm-hmm. It's also like it kind of speaks to who you are because it usually is influenced by your taste. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I think is really special. And they're, and they're big into preservation. Like you don't give. Yes, and it's important. Money. Yeah, it's not yeah. like it's you're giving money to Disney unless you get Wally. You know, I bet some of that goes to Disney, but you know. <laughs> Buying physical media from Criterion, you know, that's helping preserve art. It's helping preserve. Like, I love the cover of being there. I never showed this one. Um, love this movie. And I think it's a really cool cover. It's preserving art, you know? You're helping this company uh, keep film alive, you know? Sallow. Yeah, which one's right. what's the one everyone's going to hold for the, for the finale? <laughs> Here, for the finale? Here we go. I'll hold Rashomon. In honor, in honor of my video essay that talks about Rashomon a lot, I'll hold this one. Fail safe. Brandon's got fail safe. I got the Jackie Chan poster. The Jackie. <laughs> it's the poster. Hey, this, this might be for about. the thumbnail. Everyone smile for the thumbnail. 
<laughs> All right, the animals. Let us know if this video is good, if it's there. Um, and let's let's talk about Criterion movies in the comments below. Thank you so much, so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. We'll catch you next time on Stacked. Bye bye. All right. Uh, All right. I'm cut. over it. I'm over it. End it. Cut it. <laughs>